Welcome to another episode of Let's Chat. <laughs> I'm your host, Shell, and today we must chat. Something is truly in the water that we have to have this conversation, but um, let's get into it. I, because I only have 30 minutes and I am passionate, so I don't know if this is going to be only 30 minutes, but we're going to shoot for that. I have my timer in front of me, so we're just going to go. So (laughs) I was on the socials and I saw something and it caught my attention, but I decided to ignore it. But then this thought kept coming to me. So I feel like this is something that we have to address because it's not something that is well understood. So sadly, this is something that should be understood, but it's not. And I think it used to, at some point in history, be a well-understood fact that people um, know the difference between being loved and and cared for and being desired. Um, And so we must talk. So there's an artist and her name is Georgia and Georgia with a J. And she was talking about how she doesn't Uh, go on she's a music artist and she was talking about how she doesn't search her name on Twitter anymore because it's disgusting and I I thought about it and I was like because she was in an interview and the men and in the one woman who was interviewing her and it could have just been the clip because I know things are edited to get the maximum emotional Response. So I'm taking all of this into consideration, but with just the clip, based off of just that information that we had, the MCs of the radio show she was being interviewed on looked at her like she was just being uh, picky or it, as if she shouldn't have a complaint about multiple, I mean, mil- multitudes of men making sexual comments about her body. And about her and how they would drink and eat her bodily fluids. It's just gross. Uh, it really is gross. And I am not a person who's weak of soul or mind. But that that stuff is gross. No one wants to be. Um, most, most people who are healthy emotionally. Let's put it that, that way. Wants to be described in this way. Most people who are emotionally healthy understand that that kind of attention does not equate to love. But we have so many people who are unhealthy emotionally, especially in our community, in the African-American community. I have to say it. I hate, I hate, hate that I have to say that. But um, I have to because the way they were looking at her is that as if she was trying to be funny or she really was enjoying it. But she had to, to fake humility to say she didn't like all of the masculine energy that she was getting unnecessary unwarranted masculine energy she does not post thought pics she does not post pictures with her rear end or her cleavage or any of her body out Uh, and even if she did um you're gonna be who you are ultimately if you're a perv you're gonna make a pervy comment no matter what people post yes some posts are inviting those kind of comments to a person who is mentally unhealthy anyways 
but and they encourage it even because they're seeing parts of your body that they should not really should not be seeing in my own opinion but who cares about my opinion I'm just a person making a a podcast the ultimate point of all of this because going viral is so uh, so important to some people that is sickening they don't care how they go viral they record anything and then they try to put make people feel small all for the sake of this social media business which is fake so we ultimately became people as a society as a a western culture we have become people who have created imagination an imaginary world the internet uh where you can really interact with real characters real people who you are on social media is more than likely not who you are and that that to an extent that's a good thing like you don't i'm learning very quickly that because i'm becoming i'm getting way more notice on social media for some reason now um and because i've started this podcast and started doing videos and know more people um as far as in this corner of the world where i live in i'm getting more picky about what i post on social media and even family photos and things like that and becoming more conscious of those things because people are creepy they are weird they look details up about people just for them knowing that so even in this imaginary world it can become very very dangerous very quick um because people can't have so much access to us now where before if someone wanted to know anything about your life if they wanted to have pictures of you before the the internet and social media they would actually have to break into your home steal your photo album and take those pictures and someone that that deranged uh would would be hopefully apprehended but in this social media world where people desire to be viral they post anything they say anything um and you it's not that people are becoming worse worse off these people have already existed and they have bred children which is the people that you and i probably interact with uh but and they've raised these kids to think the way they have but now we have more access to them because of this imaginary world Uh, that we've created in the internet through social media so social media in itself is not evil it's how people choose to use it and the weirdos that now have access to us that never would have in a normal setup okay now I have to say all of that because people say well when you're artists and you're famous you're inviting this kind of attention but you're really not no one has the right to have that kind of access to you to be able to say anything they want about your body no matter how much money no matter what you do no matter what your profession you should be able to do it with dignity you're not owned by a person even if you are a porn star and they have your porn videos that does not mean if you see a porn star or someone uh, you've seen on social media that is famous or an influence or a social media poster that doesn't give you the right to interact with them in a way that is inhumane or subhumane and so many people have been coming for celebrities that I'm actually delighted when these uh, celebrities 
uh, clap back. I'm sorry. I don't want them to take the social media high road because if you saw them in person and you said all that stuff to their face, do you think you would have the gumption to say half of the stuff you, the courage that, I mean, would you really have the courage to say those things to that person's face? Absolutely not. Would you be so pervy as to say that to that woman's face? And most of these people, they wouldn't have the courage. So they hide behind these avatars. They hide behind these profiles, these um, accounts. And they're just, they're what we call big mad. They're mad. They are miserable. They don't uh, spend any time with Jesus, obviously. (laughs) Because they are so disturbed. Mentally, emotionally, we're having more access to people who are just out of it, just totally out of it. And so what you have is this imagination, this imaginary world where people have access to you, regardless of whether you've invited them into the space or if they, through some weird way, follow follow you on social media or know you as a friend of a friend. I mean, people have all kinds of random weird access to you. And just because people like things you post, or even if they're attracted to you, what a lot of people have lost is that attraction or likes or social media validation does not equal real life stuff. Like I can't buy groceries with people liking my post on social media. So ultimately, if you like it, if you don't, if you listen to my podcast, if you don't, it's not going to take money out of my pocket, take food off of my table. I mean, it, it's, it matters as much as having a lot of money in Monopoly to the real world. Um, you can be a millionaire or a thousandaire, I think a thousandaire in Monopoly and still not be rich in real life because wealth comes through actual work and in the same way our relationships have to be developed in in an actual real life space it's not going to really be able to form healthily on social media or through text or through phone just phone conversations alone we have to have real at like we have to have real interactions with people so you know I have I've had people tell me they don't want to be my friend through text and all this craziness and they and honestly when people do that I think that they have an emotional deficit like they refuse to communicate like an adult and so they do these things and they are adults you know it's one thing to be a teenager and think that is cool because we used to write letters and I know that sounds old to some of the people that might come in contact with this podcast but text messaging wasn't that big of a deal as it is now but now people will send you a text a snapchat all this stuff to let you know that they're not interested they have a lot of ways to reject you Back then, you had to do it either face-to-face or via letter or through 
what we call AOL instant messenger. So you had to be this person that actually you had to say it with your chest. You couldn't just say, hey, you know, you're ugly, you're fat, you know, all this negative energy that they they have. They have a lot of negative energy for people that they've never met in real life. So how does that make you any better? How I mean, do, do you get a better job? Do you get a raise? Does that make you happier in your life? Does that does that make you free from um uh what do you call it reproach in your real life? Like you might be uh, a bully on Twitter, but in real life you're getting bullied. Cause you know my mom says this thing and I love it, and so I say it. She says hurting people hurt people, and that's true. If you are hurting, you take all that hurt to social media, and you go find some victim. That you would never actually say these things in person. If we had to actually say our tweets and our, our our posts and our snaps out loud in front of people we respected or wanted to respect us, we would be in a lot of trouble in general. Because the things you say on social media and the things that you, you do... Are, are probably not a real reflection of who you are. As I stated, you're a different person in, in the virtual world than you are in reality. And in some ways, that's good. But on the other end, it's not good because it also, social media creates this false sense of anonymity. Like you can you can say anything you want on social, you can do anything you want on social and it won't have real world consequences. And what we found in studying social relations public relations is that people can lose their jobs behind things they they put on uh, social media people can lose their you know their standing their academic standing you know there's scandal after scandal that we're finding out about on social media that we probably wouldn't know unless we picked up a newspaper 20 years ago so there are things that we do in social media worlds on online and the internet um, and we think that no one will ever find out about those things or that it will never affect us in our day-to-day lives but there are literal posts that come back to hunt people um, that come back to bite people in the rear because they were just being themselves and never did they think that their social media post would come back? I don't think in a million years we would have thought that social media would be what it is today. So people were making decisions to say how they truly felt being as authentic as possible. And unfortunately for some people that authenticity, though it was really how they felt, it was something they should have not posted on social because today it's costing them their job uh it's costing them to lose things that they they worked hard for (laughs) they could have changed from the last time they posted that but because they posted that back then um and that was really how they felt then (laughs) the guess what now they have to it affects them so i would i've been blessed to have like leaders that that actually tell me like, hey, you're out of pocket for what you're posting on social because it literally those things will come back to bite you 
in the future. So if they see something that's out of line, they'll tell me I'm out of pocket. And a lot of us don't want to be policed like this. We want to be able to say whatever we want to say. We want to be able to do whatever we want to do. But what if it costs you everything you work for? What if it costs you your dream job? Um, you were being considered for a position, but then they look back over your social media and see you bullying people and saying things about fat people, about gays, about blacks. And it comes back at Jews and whatever, whatever you choose to discriminate against people, trans people, whatever. When it comes back to bite you and it costs you everything that you love, it'll matter then for some people. Sadly, that's that's the only time it'll matter. They will never be repentant without these repercussions. That's why I'm okay with social media coming back to bite you. Why? Because otherwise, some people will never, never, ever change without that, without some kind of consequence. They'll never change. And even still, some people get like little backlash, but cancel culture is a joke because they'll cancel somebody one day and then come back with it. Gucci, we were supposed to, we were supposed to cancel them. They did that racist blackface, and I'll never forget it. And their ads, and they were unrepentant about it. And then they turn around, and now I mean, everybody, all these fake people on social media were fake outrage for about ten seconds, and now they're back to talking about Gucci and how they love Gucci, wearing Gucci, flexing in Gucci. Like, come on now, your actions speak louder than your words. But in reality, people are making it as if your your words speak louder than your actions. And what I say a lot of times, because yes, I'm saved today. Sorry, y'all, I'm drinking. I have to take a drink too because I'm just flabbergasted by, <laughs> by all of this. So when I'm passionate, I talk a lot. So I'm just like... A lot of people have never been punched in their mouth for talking too much. And it shows because when you actually have something like that happen where you somebody lets you know, like what you say matters and it can actually cost you, then until you have that, a lot of people are never going to change. They're going to do that same old crap. You're going to they're going to be bullying people on social. They're going to be saying things that they normally wouldn't. Um, and later on, it may not matter now because they're not in a position of authority or they're not in a position in leadership or anything like that, but it will come back to high, bite them. Um, in the Bible, the good book, we have to go to the good book. The good book says you will reap. God is not mocked. Whatsoever a man soweth, that's what he shall also reap. And soweth implies it's a continuous thing. You cannot put that much trash out there about somebody else on social media for so long and do it and then bully people and oh you're fat or you're you look this is a man or you look like a man and things like that to women or you know oh is this a man or a woman or talking about trans people and all this thing. You cannot do that and think that that's not going to come back to bite you. And if you're not doing something that's productive, trust me, they're going to, it'll come back up. It will come back up and it may hurt you in the future because that's just how things, things work. There are people who are watching you, who are listening to you right now, 
where you are, no matter how small you are and that position you're wanting, you know, the things you're you're trying to get out of your life, maybe that new uh, promotion that you're wanting. It could be someone you're interested in dating in and dating and people are watching you and everything you're doing is affecting your future. And so you think that you can go on social and talk about people in a certain way. You think that you can go on social and say whatever you want to say. In reality, I'm very strategic on what I comment. Sometimes I type something, I got to go back and delete because of strong leadership instilling in me that, hey girl, you posting crazy stuff on social and you can't represent this and that. So you'll have to pick a struggle. And because of that type of foundation, I've learned when it's okay to post stuff and when it's not. I am very strategic about what I post, believe it or not. If you you see my social, you may think, oh, she's willy dilly. Oh, she's posting this. No, that's not me in real life. You're just seeing parts of me, uh, just little scraps. Whatever I choose to give social media is the scraps. Honestly, the pictures I post, people might think I post a every picture I take I don't I honestly don't majority of the time I just take pictures for photography sake not for sharing on social I take selfies just because I want to look back at what I looked at look like then sorry y'all one of my posts or comments is going pretty they're going in (laughs) it's getting a lot of likes on social and I'm laughing because while I'm literally talking about the same kind of subject I'm getting a lot of uh, <laughs> uh, I'm getting a lot of replies about what I said and um, on on just various posts. So I just think it's funny because I'm talking about that same kind of thing and and while I'm saying it, I'm getting notifs. I got to turn my notifs off for those posts. But you know. Honestly, truthfully, we have to be watchful about what we say, the type of conversations we have on social media, because it's going to come back to hunt you. And we all know this, but not only that, though, what you're putting out there, what you're putting in the atmosphere, whether you believe in God, yeah, or not, whether you think that there is a higher power or not, you got to understand that even in the world where they people don't believe in God, they don't believe in a higher power, there's always that universal law. It just proves that you'll reap what you sow. But people call it karma. You will reap what you sow. They can call it karma. They can call it whatever they want. But it's the same result. Whatever you put out there, you will get that back. And I remember I remember my sister was telling my niece. She was saying, she was saying to her, she said, uh, she said, uh, at first she got, like all of her friends started doing some mean stuff to her so my sister was like you know I was about to go in because she's a she's a mama bear like she will go in over her kids normally and so she was about to go in because these girls were like doing some stuff and then she said one time she was in prayer and the Lord was just like she's doing this to other people and it wasn't like she had any prior knowledge. So she found out later that my niece was doing bullying other people. And she was like, you know, that's not okay that anybody bully my child. But at the same time, I told her, you will reap what you sow. And sadly, we have a lot of parents who don't think like that. We have majority of parents like, yo, touch my child. I'm going to ride for my child. Your child be the main person, main person getting killed because of, you know, a rebellion, main person getting shot up and we got to print out t-shirts and have candlelit vigils because you never taught your your child respect 
for the law, for authority, uh, and we're not to say people who get gunned down by the law are gunned down with, with reason and it's because they're disobeying the law, but to say that some people are rebellious and they end up in situations because of their rebellion and it, it kills them. Literally, there were there are so many stories I could share. I don't have the time now. Uh, maybe I will do uh, just the. I really need to do a story time. I have so many crazy stories, guys. But uh, uh, tell share a story about rebellion, about how I just people I know in real life went to school with, or just different things. Um, stories about how you know I knew them and I no longer know them because they passed because of disobedience and rebellion. Um, rebellion is not always, it's not always constructive. Sometimes it actually hurts and kills. So I don't know if these parent people's parents haven't taught them better or it's that they believe this lie that the matrix, the, the social media, the Twitter, the Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat is all something. Cause now you have a, a thing where your stories can go away, but you have to forget you, you can't forget that people can screenshot your stories and if a picture is out there they're gonna have that picture forever yeah pictures can be doctored but they can also be social media keeps a record of what you're doing that's how how do you think we can all go back on facebook and see our memories from 10 years even though we don't remember posting those statuses those statuses are still there so if they're still in facebook's archive guess what that's never going away so you can hire all the best attorneys you can try to do all this this damage control you can do these fake apology uh videos or if you're wise you'll never even put it out there to begin with wisdom you know a lot of my leaders they say this though they say people don't know how wise you are until you how foolish you can be until you open your mouth and I was like, what? Like, <laughs> and it took me for, uh, it took me a minute to grasp it. Because honestly, we see so many people who look wise because they open their mouth. That's not necessarily true. You might actually come out looking like a fool too. So I want to encourage you, if you are a person who overuses social media and by that I mean everything that happens to you you put out there God love you I used to be that person I swear I used to be that person I will put everything on social every emotion every emotion every emotion I would put out there like it could literally be happy then sad then happy then and then I just would be coming off bipolar it was not a good look because one minute I'd be up and the next I'd be down and I had to share that with the world. And what I realized is that should be reserved for special people. There are certain pictures that I take that maybe I'll share it and maybe I won't. Or maybe I'll just send it to one person and, you know, that's it. It doesn't belong on the social. There are things that I've sent people that I don't ever share with anybody else. I just take it and I move on. Why? And then I know what what belongs in the social media streets and I know what belongs um, in the confines of my marriage. So when I get married and engaged, we're not doing those announcements. I'm letting you know now, I'm not, to my future spouse, we're not doing all of that. 
when we get, we're going to have tra- a traditional wedding album and a digital one just in case um, anything happens where we have to move and something happens to our photos. But believe you me, all of our details of our relationship will not be on social. If I'm mad at you, nobody will ever know it because my post will never reflect it. There's been so much crap BS that has happened to me that people on social media do not know what's going on. They may try to guess if they're close to me and they already know what happened. Uh, but there's so much that goes on behind the scenes that will never be shared. It will never be shared with that person's name or contact information or even situation because people can put two and two together. So it's in the, the reason I why is because I'm learning that people, they have a tendency, they have a propensity for gossip, for bad news, and that stuff comes to bite you later. So, guys, I mean, we're already out of time. (laughs) And I'm not even halfway through what I would say. But those likes don't mean that people love you. Those dis or when people don't like your post and they don't like your selfie and they don't tell you you're beautiful. That doesn't mean you're not. And at the same time, love is different. Like if someone desires your body desire is not the same but because of social media and the nature of it we have a tendency to believe the opposite we tend to believe that people like in our picture means they love us because they even have the little hearts on twitter when you like someone's thing and it's confusing and conflicting because a heart it symbolizes love and so you're thinking okay this is love this people love me in reality they could care less they're just scrolling down the timeline I saw someone one time and they, this is how I really, y'all, this is how I really came to know this for a fact. Last point I'm making, they were literally scrolling, liking everything. And I was like, why'd you like this? They were like, oh, I don't, I'm just liking it on here. And I was like, what? So case and post points, not everybody who likes you, likes you and loves you. And not everybody who loves you will even like your post. True, I've been, (laughs) I've been in relationships before where they didn't even like my posts but we were talking (laughs) and they told me why they wasn't gonna like it so it was just like okay he told me why I'm like okay I'm, I'm okay with that I respect that respect your privacy of your relationships Okay, so this has been our time. Thanks for coming to my TED Talk and my rant. (laughs) Um, Until next time, let's chat.